Broadcasting live from the Vegas Video Network studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Talk Tales! And now our host, she's our very own kaleidoscope of talent! What? It's Kelly Clinton! studio audience for Talk Tales today uh, on the Vegas Video Network. I am your host. I am in purple. That's how you know it's me. My name is Kelly Clinton Holmes. How are you, live audience and, and the folks at home? Thank you. Can you feel the energy in the room? Seriously. Well, I can feel it. I can feel it. Everyone talk except for that guy right over there. I can feel the energy because we have one of the greatest entertainers in the world here today. He is a, a high energy, dynamic entertainer. We have people trying to steal the spotlight from this guy, <laughs> even as we speak. He is a, a very well-known entertainer here in Las Vegas and travels all over the world. Um, he's funky. He's in a funky in a good way, by the way. He's a funky soul man. He can do any kind of music, and he just he kills the audiences. And of course, I don't mean literally. Earl Turner is here in the studio today. The great Earl Turner. I'm so excited. Maybe I'll get to do a number with him. I think I heard him say, not a chance, in the background. <laughs> anyway, before we meet Earl Turner, I want you to meet some of the people uh, that are a big part of Talk Tales show. Say hello to our Talk Tales orchestra. Kenny Davidson and James Davis is here today as his guest. Yeah, baby. You getting your Earl on? Get your Earl on, baby. And I also want you to meet our producer, director, Mr. Scott Whitney is in the house. Hi, Scott. Hello. Good to meet you all. Scott, it seems like forever since I saw you last. <laughs> um, I'm sure I've, you want to catch you. up. Did you miss me? Yes. I missed I, you, too. I'm embarrassed that I'm wearing the same outfit as last week. Oh, no, no. It's actually two weeks ago. But I mean, anyway, two weeks ago. technically it's two weeks ago. You know Scott, what? I've invited you to my network to be nice to me. Oh, no, I'm absolutely, it's a tribute. <laughs> it's a tribute. Um, okay, if it makes you feel any better, I now, since the last show, mm. am an older woman. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I am. I did. I had a birthday. and. Um, oh. um, How old are you? <laughs> 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 For those of you who are only listening on the radio, I am putting my hands out to choke him. That's you can't nice. ask a lady how old she is. Right. You're no lady. You're Kelly right. Clinton Holmes. Right, right, right. But uh, anyway, I'm in my... Um, Can I guess? No. Uh, no, because then I'm going to have to take the microphone off and come over there. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what to guess. I would have guessed 31. Boy, he's good, isn't he? <laughs> Anyway, let me tell you about the rest of my week. Okay. Yeah, being 31 and all, I've been traveling. Mm. Uh, I got to go to New York again. Oh. It's like my second home. And I don't know if you're, uh, have you been to any Broadway shows, Scott? Uh, not in New York. Not I in New York? here in, in, at the Smith Center. Broadway I know Broadway came shows. to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you enjoy, right? You enjoy the arts. Well, I, I do. By the way, did you yes. see Wicked? Well, Ooh. I didn't see Wicked, but my husband brought our granddaughter and his daughter to see Wicked. And I've seen it in New York. Jeez. So I do, I do know the show, and Amazing. I just hear raves about oh. it. Oh. There is a show that we can never take our granddaughter to because the name of the show is actually, well, in New York they call it Cockfight. Oh! But 
the real name of the show is only half of that title, but they can't advertise it that way. Tell me so, it's Fight. Nope, it's not called Fight. Okay. <laughs> you sure? And it's not, uh, it's not really about a cock fight. Okay. And it's not really about a fuck or... Oh! <laughs> That's F-O-C-K that I just said. Oh, yep. that reminds me of, I'm not the fig plucker or the fig plucker stun, but I'll... Oh, for God's sake, don't scare me. Flucker comes. Anyway, it's a great show, and they kind of set it up in the round, and it's like a cockfight, but it's really just a drama. It's four people, and it's their story, and it's, it's really a beautiful thing, but they kind of come, come out. First of all, there's a lot of wood involved, but it's actually the set. It's built with wood in the round, and they come out almost like they're going to fight like a cockfight, but then they just start their scene and say... Really, is that what, and they kind of have their chins out, yeah. like a cockfight, but it's not. Yeah. But it was fascinating, and I'll never forget it, and I'll tell you more about it if I get to be back on the show again <laughs> after that little phone call. That was, boy, that was really close. But I really, anyway, technically that was, anyway, O-C-K is what I said. So, now, on the show again, let's not talk about me or the cockfight, because today we are not, <laughs> it's not going to be a cockfight. It's going to be a lovely conversation with a great entertainer named Earl Turner. How excited are we, live audience, that he's here. We will be right back with Talk Tales with Mr. Earl Turner. You know, one of the things I like best about the Vegas Video Network are the people. There are no divas here. Everyone is exactly the same off camera as they are on. Hey, Oz, what's uh, Cocktail of the Week this week? You know what? I'll let you know what it is when it's time for you to know what it is. Why don't you get off the stage and get back in your production hole? Oh my god. You know what? And tell Cheap Ass Whitney to get us some decent brand liquor. This hobo off wrap crap ain't cutting it. God, idiots. Totally. Ah, Kenny Davidson and James Davis, you sound great. Welcome back to Talk Tales. Um, I'm so excited. My special guest is here. He's a musical dynamo. Uh, he's got a website. You can check them all out. Please welcome the dynamic Earl Turner. Earl Turner! Earl Turner, thank you. thank you so much. It's so good to see you. Can you see me? Ah, uh, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I What's can't going see on? You. Actually, actually, I, I have something. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Now, wait, before wait. before I say this, let me let me say to you that first of all, I can't believe you got away with the whole cockfight thing. Well, it's the show. Well, I, yeah, and and I get that. But then you did the whole tongue twister thing, which <laughs> you actually got through. I did. And then it, the the whole show it seems about. Suggestive. You know, oh. It's kind of suggestive. You talked about wood, and I don't know what that it has ply, to do. Ply, oh, wood. Plywood. Plywood. Oh, okay. Yes, so, plywood. Anyway, I have uh, floppy uh, eyelid syndrome. <laughs> you know care, what? Care to, care to elaborate? Well, seriously, folks, I think it's very rude that you laughed. <laughs> <laughs> this is it a is. very serious situation. It, I mean, it is. It Earl was, I think what happened was he was singing, and he was so into it that his eye exploded a blood vessel, right? Uh, actually, yes. That's, that's is that how it happened? Yeah, let's go with that. I don't actually, know if you no, want to. No, no, yeah. I went to the doctor. Yeah. I had, a, I had a, a ruptured blood vessel in my eye. Uh -huh. And my eye is a totally different. Actually, I look like a zombie, which I really do. You? I really like zombies, but that's a whole other thing. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> Another the, side of Earl's. Seriously, theory. the doctor says to me, I think that you have floppy eyelid syndrome. 
And Did that scare I you? I said, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, show me that. And he actually whipped out his medical book and he showed me <laughs> floppy eyelid syndrome, which means that I can actually invert my eyelid or it can be inverted very easily. Now, so, this could so, be an even better show yeah, than well, I thought. Yeah, well, you know, so, so at any rate, uh, my eye is not really pretty right now, so I'm actually doing the kind of Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, you know, kind of well, thing right now. Well, thank you for coming here anyway, because, I mean, you could have said, no, man, I got to, well, first of all, you could have said, I got to look cool, but you look cool anyway, don't you? Well, you know, your husband ambushed me. Clint at, at, Yeah, yeah, Clint Holmes, yeah, that guy. He ambushed, yeah, he, he ambushed me and said, you know. You should come with your floppy eye and do Kelly's show. <laughs> floppy and, uh, eye. And I <laughs> you can have a show in New York, too, right? And uh, That's right. It and after be a car fight closes, that's we, right. have we have floppy eye. <laughs> so floppy eye. Okay. there's a lot of things that can be floppy, but, you know, I, I no, didn't no, know. No, no, that, no, no, no. I didn't no, know no. that the... Is your wife here did, today? Did I, did I say that? My no, wife, you didn't. She would probably say that. that no, that's the only thing you got going on is flop. But anyway, does anyway. it affect your singing? No. I hope not. No? I, no, I, I hope not. Have you sung since your floppy eye syndrome? As a matter of fact, I I, I, as a matter yeah. of fact, I so you're did. Good. I, I did. Now, I did. I did a show one night. You and did? I actually, yeah. In the glasses. Yes. Without the glasses, no. I was cool. I was well, very, it is. It's a very cool, cool look. It's yeah. a very cool look. But everyone that knows Earl Turner knows how cool you are. You, you really do kill the audience. Um, you, I, re I've been watching you since I'm in my <laughs> early twenties, which according to Scott, is 10 years ago. Right, and, um, exactly. I remember I worked in another band, but, and I, I, would, I couldn't even get in the lounge because it would be flowing outside into the casino, everyone trying to look and hear, and the place was bouncing yeah. on, the feet, on their feet because you're a high-energy performer. What, how, what, who influenced you, and how did you develop your show into that kind of uh, bringing the audience into a frenzy like that? Two people, James Brown Jackie Wilson. Ah. Yeah. That makes those, sense. Those, those two, actually, because uh, there were things that they couldn't do. Like they, uh, Jackie Wilson, they had to actually stop him from throwing his cufflinks off the stage at the Apollo. Because I mean, they're they're. You mean you throw them out like oh, yeah, the game yeah, oh, yeah, ball? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. You know, Elvis had the scarves. Mm -hmm. You know, Jackie Wilson had the cufflinks, and I don't know what James Brown had, but. <laughs> his sweat, but, his sweat yeah. would go travel. But yeah, uh, uh, so those guys actually were my, you know, big, big influences. But then, you know, I grew up in the Midwest and, and I loved everybody from the Beatles to, you know, to Tom Jones, to everybody in between. Right. But in, from a stage performance uh, aspect, I, it's really the guys who captivated you with their energy, with their moves, with their excitement. Right. You know, and, and that's, that's where I come from. I'm just old school. That's high energy, and, yeah. and you're like, I'm hosting this thing, and I'm throwing this party, That's and you're right. going to have a good time. That's right. And both of them are high, I mean, big time dance, really serious dance. Yeah. Did you spend hours in front of the mirror like I did? Uh, no, actually, actually, my brothers and sisters made fun of me. They did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. I, I couldn't dance at all. I think that the dancing That's actually came. Uh, yeah, the dancing actually came from nervousness. Actually, I thought. Right. And besides that, I was working. When I first started as a headliner, I was working in a country western bar in Shreveport, Louisiana. So I felt like uh, if I kept moving, you know, <laughs> they couldn't really get a bead on me, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it was a dangerous time. Target you know, time. We didn't, I didn't have any chicken wire or anything like this. So I thought, you know what? I keep this thing moving, you know. 
<laughs> they won't be able to catch me, you know, if I if I have to break bad. Now but that's funny, but, but there's no. some serious to that. And when we come back from the break, mm -hmm. I, I want you to talk seriously about some of those challenges that, that you oh, went yeah. through just simply because of who you are and what you look like and the time that you came yeah. up in. Yeah. So we'll be back with handsome, floppy eyelid syndrome, Mr. Earl Turner, right after this on Talk Tales. Get funky now. And after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Welcome back to Talk Tales. I'm Kelly Clinton, and I'm your host. And I'm getting my groove on with Earl mm -hmm. Turner here. That's but what I'm saying. Yeah, nah. The band is jamming. And Dude, you know that people can that's, live chat? That's like they, this? They can really? come, and they can, actually, they can actually come onto the network and talk to you. They can, you can ask Earl Turner some questions if you like, mm. or you can email us at Talk Tales. I'll tell you more about that in a little bit, because we got Earl Turner right here. Hello. And, hey, so, funky yes. now. You talked about some of the about moving around like target practice. Yeah. Some of the places you played when yeah. you were a younger man. Yeah. W what are you talking about, actually? Well, you know, at the time that, that I was coming up performing, um, I was very much in transition, and and because of the fact that I was working where I was working in the South, mm -hmm. um, I had come from a blues a rhythm and blues show band, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't actually know that I was being hired to work with a country western band. They, they kind of left. They kind of left that out. You know, they said, "Would you like to come over and sing with our band?" Oh. And uh, you know, they offered something. You know that that I couldn't really turn down. They offered to pay me, so well, I, you yeah. know, I went. The goal. You know, like yeah, sometimes. I went. But I had no idea that it was actually, uh, you know, that it was actually a country western, like bar, really so to speak. country oh, western please. band. Yeah, but it was an interesting time because country was then. Uh, it was a, a little less traditional. More along, the, it was Mickey Gilly. It was mm -hmm. uh, uh, Kenny Cowboy Rogers. Time. It was the Urban Cowboy yeah. time. It was cool. So, yeah, cool. so it was kind of cool. So I could do that. You know, I could do that, and and that's what I did. You know, I, I went in and I was singing Kenny Rogers and I was singing and Hey Bartender uh, and all those. Oh please! Cool tunes. Oh yeah! Oh and, and I how do you drink? Right, you know, yeah, and I was right there. You know, the hey, beat. come on, clap on the beat. You know, hey, on yeah, the beat. Let's you know? try something new, people. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, my heart was in rhythm and blues. Right. And it was in you know it was in Commodores and it was in mm. you know all, all that kind of thing. And so I wanted to interject that music into this into this band right which turned out to be a good thing because people say well if you're have you seen that color guy out there uh, the, oh no have you seen, oh please oh no have you seen that color guy out there with that band you gotta go see, you know you gotta go see it <laughs> you know and, and it was it turned out it's to be a really freaky. good thing because freaky. i remember introducing for people to dance three times a lady because it was in sort of a three four time a three time as a waltz just to get people up on the dance floor because they hadn't heard it. Right. You know, they weren't listening to that stuff. And, oh, that's, uh, that's yeah. So I you mean, adapted. It was, you adapted and you, yes. you kind of brought something new yes. to what was not happening there. And it turned out to be like the spot. 
Yeah. You know, because they were getting everything from the traditional country music that they liked to the crossover country to the uh, R&B. You know, we, I mean, we, we did it all. We eventually, it eventually evolved into that. So then you were there for a long time. When did you start traveling and was, moving around the country? I was there for a couple of years. And then I, and I started traveling in 1982. Uh -huh. Started traveling around and, and uh, eventually wound up in Las Vegas. Uh, it, it, not by my design. It just actually was uh, just something that I think was really supposed to happen. But like you mean, time. you're saying that you got a gig. And so you were just doing it like another gig? Oh, doing nightclubs all over the yeah. country. And eventually that evolved into going to Atlantic City, uh -huh. where I first heard of people like Clint Holmes, mm -hmm. and, and uh, then traveling you know, to southern Nevada and winding up eventually coming to Las Vegas. And, you were, and it, like you said, it, the lounges were like, uh, I don't know if you did say this, I might have said this, but the lounges were like mini showrooms still. Oh, please. You know, not, then eventually they became in a corner somewhere, and it became keep it down a little lower, a little right. lower, a little lower. No, we can still hear exactly. you. Exactly. But before that, Before <laughs> seriously. that, with the Don Rickles. Yeah. And Gladys Knight and the Pips even yes. played lounges. I mean, everyone went to the lounges because that's where the up-and-coming talent was. And that was that's where right. some of the best talent was. It was like a, yeah. it was already, they were already successful, but the oh, yeah. springboard, they were the, they were headliners, yeah. really. Absolutely, in their own right. Yes. And uh, it was, it was a great time. It was a really Thanks. great time in Las Vegas. I was fortunate enough to come here when, you know, there, there was a sense of community, when it was much smaller, right. it was maybe half a yep. million people, when you could literally go from one end of the strip to the other on a Saturday night. Yeah, you know, seriously. And see, different, and see different groups and different shows. And you so get I was, caught on the strip now. And oh, yeah, forget about it. It was all I could do to get here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it was a different time. But Las Vegas was, uh, I, I mean, it was, it was just, it, 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 was all about, it was all about family. And, and, and you, could do, you could still do deals on a handshake. Yes, you know? yes. And they respected what you did, and they, and they treated it with respect. Entertainers were revered. They were, oh, yeah. they were treated really Absolutely. well. And uh, when we come back, I kind of want to remind you about when I first met you. Um, and he was a little he was scary. <laughs> he, had, he wasn't dangerous, but he was so, such a pro. And, and, and we were at the Excalibur, and you were, you were just selling out the room. And then we'd come on after. And, and I remember thinking, oh, he's, he's just focused on what he's doing. And you kind of looked me up and down, and you went, give me a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you saw us perform. I was with Cedro's yes. Armada. And then I'll tell you yes. what he said after this. And we'll hear more about what Earl's doing today, the main showrooms and cruises and all kinds of stuff on Talk Tales. Um, and also, I want you to know that you influenced how I dress. Seriously. Not right now, because you don't wear dresses. But right well, after this, find out what the heck I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is David Ivey from Pub Crawl. It's funny, because... This is David? Oh, you should, you should, no, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene. Welcome back to Talk Tales. My name is Kelly Clinton, and here is Earl Turner, one of the greatest entertainers ever. Um, so I met you. We can, you know, we can do the whole thing. There's people out there. There are people. They, they, are, they are alive. They are really alive Which too. Which is the, you know, the uh, that's the ultimate actually. It, it really would be a lot. Some different. of the dead audiences that we've worked in front of. Seriously, you know, a few so real dead ones. Really like, good. Like, 
literally no pulse. But anyway, but um, I so I met you, and then and I just remember you were just such such. You are the consummate performer. And I remember I knew a girl, Jamie, who worked with you, mm -hmm. and she was like had a bunch of dresses in her hand. She said, "I gotta show Earl and see if uh, you know," because she was singing with you, and you kind of. Had a, you had a high standard, you oh, still do. Absolutely. And so I just remember, I wore like a tuxedo with tails, and that was about the only time you spoke to me. You go, yeah, you got it going on with that red tuxedo with tails. Look good. <laughs> you got yeah, a good performer. And that was about it. Yeah. But I remember thinking you were scary, but you're a warm, fuzzy Thank teddy bear. You. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? It, it, and we've lost some of that, I, I think. Yeah. that. Well, you know, there, there are a lot of things that we've lost in terms of recognizing the shoulders on which we stand. Obviously, James Brown used to fine you if your shoes weren't shined. Oh, really? Oh. He would fine oh, you? 50 bucks. If your shoes were not shined? Absolutely. Did you do that with your band? Did no, you do that no, no, with no, your no. people? <laughs> no, because I made... <laughs> they I were made, scared. Well, they you did. know what? Actually, I, I would make sure, um, like the wardrobe and everything, I, I took care of that. So I would yeah. make sure. And at the time that we met, I mean, I was the sound person. Yeah. I was the light person. I was... I think I, your I wife was, doing, was even doing, doing the lights sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we kept it all in the family. But, it, you know, the, it's, 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 it's about the image that mm -hmm. you represent when you come out. You know, you can see, you can still go in and watch somebody like Diana Ross. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's a star. That's right. I remember seeing Natalie Cole do uh, a show with David Foster here in Las Vegas. And she walked out and she stood and she was obviously just glamorous. Yes. She stood and she placed her hand on her leg and it never moved. Mm. And she just tore it up. You oh know? yeah. There is it's something in school. the it's yeah, it's old school professionalism. There's a persona there's something that you feel. You know that you've stepped into a room with class. That's right. You know, you know that you you, you know that you're representing something. Well that's and, exactly uh, that's what I saw all those years and all the people in Las Vegas who got to see you perform and then you moved into the showroom. Right, you were yeah. to the big stage because they couldn't hold all these people in there. Well, that was the real, right? That was yeah, that was the real actually. And I actually talked the uh, at that time Harris uh, into into actually supporting me and doing that in into making that next step because yeah, you know I I really believed that it was possible. Right. And and you know obviously when people are trying to protect you and they're trying to look out for your best interest, but oftentimes they do that by saying what you can't do exactly instead of what you yep. can do. And uh, fortunately for me, I had a lot of people around me that were saying, you know what, you need to give it a shot. You need to, you know, you, it, the worst they can say is no. Exactly. And, and nothing it, to it, lose. it happened. Exactly. You have nothing to lose. So I went to them and, and we talked about it and at length and they gave me a shot. And then, you know, one thing led to another. I wound up with my own theater in New Orleans. Came yeah. Back here. After the fact, and we're, you know, we're still here. New Orleans was a big deal, that though. Was, was I know huge. I'm going overtime a little bit. I, I really <laughs> want to go overtime with Earl because I want to hear him sing later, too. But in New Orleans, the hurricane, right. uh, Katrina, hit right on your birthday. Oh, my birthday. Yeah, actually, uh, the again. last hurricane hit again on my birthday. On your birthday. Yeah. What, do, you, do you feel responsible? No. Uh, well, <laughs> 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 that was so God wrong. and I had a talk, and I said, "Look, God, you know, if you really want to impress these people, bring the hurricane back again on my birthday." I need a bigger response to my yeah, show. Yeah. Boom. Uh, no, but it was a horrible, tragic thing, and it and yeah. affected so many people, and it affected your oh, life. And you ended up back here with us. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. It was. Uh, you know, things happen, and yeah. I don't. And, and I don't. You know, oftentimes we don't know why, but. You, you, you go to see you, you go to see the fight to see who's going to get up. Uh -huh. You know, it's not about to see who gets hit. It's about seeing who gets up. 
And uh, in this mm. business, you have to learn how to get up. Now, that's the main thing. Regardless what happens to you, yeah. you've got to get up. You've you got to be a warrior. Oh, yeah. You've got to continue. And, and, I, and I learned that by watching other people who do it, you know, every day. They get oh, up. Absolutely. Whether they're in show business or not, they get up. Illness, all kinds That's, of things get, get in your way. It's, it's, it's remarkable. A, it's a roller coaster. Yeah, but it's remarkable, yeah. the testimony to the human spirit. The resilience. How much we, we can do when we just get up. Can you get up, but don't get up because you're in a chair and sing a little bit? Oh, for us right now? I can get up. Get Come down. on, this get is Mr. Funky, Earl get Turr getting funky. But I have to know I have to do something uh. a little slow. Uh. See, because my grandmother was my first fan, I remember her very well. Grandma's hands clapped in church on Sunday morning. Help me, y'all. Grandma's hands played the tambourine so well. Grandma's hands used to issue out a warning. She said, baby, don't you run so fast. Might be fall on a piece of glass. Might be some snakes there in that grass. Grandma's hands. And I get a little feeling, y'all. Makes me want to sing. Come on with me, Kelly, sing. Grandma's hands soothe the local unwed mother. Grandma's hands used to ache sometimes and swell. Grandma's hands. <laughs> they used to lift her face and tell her. She said, uh, she said, uh, baby, Grandma understands that you really love that man. Put yourself in Jesus' hands. Grandma's hands. Everybody clap your hands for you. Thank you, Earl Turner. Thank you, Kelly Clinton. So glad to be here. Yeah, I want to come back again sometime. You know better where when I can, and I'll bring my floppy eye. Grandma gave me floppy eyelid syndrome. Oh, watch yourself now, girlfriend. Tell the truth, maybe call a doctor. Oh, this gonna be all on the web. Oh, sometimes might as well fade to black. I'm already there. Lord have mercy. Watch yourself.